Welcome, friends. Last guy here, and it's time for us to have basically a podcast with Verbalocity. Hi, me again, annoyingly enough. <laughs> keyword, keyword, keyword. Yes, yes. This um, feels like a force of habit now, if I'm entirely honest. This, what is this, like the sixth or seventh time? I'm like a bad yeah. smell. I just keep hanging around. You hear every couple months. I think it's important to have banter uh, podcasts about current events and then also. Uh, what's the word here? Um, just the interviews I've been having? Oh my yes. god. By the way, I haven't actually said this in person, completely derailing the intro. Those uh, were actually amazing that you got some of those interviews with developers. That was actually some really yes. insightful stuff. Oh man, it's so cool getting these guys. We're just talking about that right now. It's so cool getting these guys. Um, I haven't put out the list of who I'm going to try to get next, but I'm just going to try to get more people going forward. And uh, I'm going to try to get uh, the Cuphead composer. I'm going to try to get him. I'm going for it. I'm taking a shot at that one. Um, I'm going to try to get the the head artist for Cuphead as well. That's the wife of one of the developers. I'm going to try to get her. Because I feel she's underappreciated. Because she was the... Uh, she's the one who did like all the art for that game. It's like it's, She's not getting the press her husband and his brother are getting. Like, come on. I want to try to get them. Uh, as far as Cuphead goes. I'm also going to try to get some developers for other games like... Uh, there's a game called Staxel, which is like a, a voxel, Harvest Moon. Then I'm going to try to get developer for Rise of Industry. They're still making their games, but I'll see if I can get them. And mm. Yacht Club, who made Shovel Knight, they said talk to them when the King Knight game started. When they announced the, the release date, I can talk to them. So uh, just waiting for them to do that so I can talk to them. Uh, a little bit of a gap, but... Yeah, just whenever it happens. Because uh, I, I, t- I got to talk to Ian Flood. I think I mentioned this before. Ian Flood is one of the guys, one of the main people at Yacht Club. And he back w- and he's been there from the beginning. He's one of the founders. They used to be part of Way Forward before they broke off and made Yacht Club. And they worked on games like Shantae and other things from Way Forward. Shantae, I think, is the most notice the most the one that people would know from Way Forward the most is Shantae. Hmm. That's the that's the half genie, and so I'm gonna try to get them. I'm still trying to get a uh, psycho cat who was the, she's the community. She's the the, it's Square Enix's indie side. She's like the head community person for that side, and I've met the head side for just Square itself. His name's Kevin So. I've met him, but he's a bigger guy. I need more before I can talk to that guy. There's more clout. Yeah, I need more clout for sure for that guy. Um, but I can probably get the cat. I'm just trying to. Busy people. Square Enix, after all. They're going to be busy. And just a couple other community manager people and composers and developers. There's a couple developers I really want to get besides like Staxel and Rise of Industry. There's also there's a developer who just announced their game, so might want to see if I can get a hold of them. Because the thing is, developers, depending on the developers, actually... They are really like to talk about their game because they want people to know about it, or they don't want to talk at all because they're too busy developing the game. Yeah, it's, it's like, a mixed bag. Oh, cool, go away, or like, hey, come in, come in. There's no yeah, medium ground. Yeah, it's one or the other. They're like, eh, no, it's it's more of either they're excited to talk about their game or they're too busy working mm-hmm. on it to talk about their game. I have not gotten a. I'm not sure. It's always like, no, now's not the time. Or, or heck yeah, I, I got. I, I want to talk about it. I've gotten both those. Because I tried to get Behemoth, um, the ones who make Pit People, and they're like, no, not interested at all. I'm like, okay, fine, okay. Okay. They were, they were aggressively not forward. I'm like, damn, all right, all right. Most people Rip. just ignore me. You could do that option, guys. Jeez. Um, there's also some developers who, they're kind of prolific. Like, they just, they make a lot of games, and I only know their names. I don't, their games are... They're, they're middling, and maybe they'll make a hit. And then I'm also going to try to get Hat in Time. I'm going to try to go for Hat in Time. Uh, the artist for Hat in Time, uh, the composer, and one of the devs. There's a couple of them I can go for. I'm going to try to get one of them or all of them. But there's a lot of people. For future podcasts, I'm going to try to get... I'm going to announce all the ones I'm going to go for tomorrow. It's just that... The, you're, you're hearing it all right now. <laughs> Yeah, just just find it all out right now. Get all yeah. your plans out into the air. But th- those are my plans. But there's also the rotation of you, uh, Killer Jaggerus, Kylax when he's uh, not busy. I think he's not busy in May or April. Yeah, because he's uh, he's military, so he's yeah. actually busy. Yeah. So I remember he said he's not going to be busy. Uh, 
in at some point in the coming months, I'll get a hold of Kylax so I can get one with him. And yeah, because I feel like there's there's good rotation of interviews, interesting people, and then banter with uh, regulars that are also interesting people. God, now that you mentioned Kylax, you got back to my I've, my mind's immediately cast back to about two or three years ago during old Smite. You were mm -hmm. in the you were in the business of making machinima, and you yeah. had a skit with him to do with Jean Cui stripping nude, I think, or something like that. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. That was that was a <laughs> thing. I think he wanted me to do a voice for that at one point. That was yeah. curious. I yeah. I oh I miss that so much, especially with some people wanting the machinima tools to be brought out, especially with high res dropping so many people. Yeah. I wish you and Kylux could get back into the machinima game. It, w it was a frustrating, it was fun, but a frustra frustrating business to do because they're, oh, what's it called? They're, uh... Spectator. Yeah, Spectator is trash. Yeah, it's that hasn't changed in three trash. years. It's and gotten a little better, but it's still pretty... Mm. So everything I made was with that awful, awful Spectator. Everything. Like, everyone's jealous of, was jealous of Kelly back in the day because she was the only one who had access to all the tools to just They'll do it a lot easier. specific, like, special yeah. machinima-making tools. Yeah, nothing against her. That was, that was their decision, and she got to do everything with it. She did everything she could to help everyone else out. Yeah. Because she did, she gave up, she gave as many assets as she could, wallpapers and things, to help other people out. But she had access, and it allowed her to do things no one else could, which... I always resented, not against her, but against uh, against Hi-Rez. I'll never put it against Kelly. She's too... Kelly's too awesome to, to put anything against. But um, there were so many machinimas I, I did make and wanted to make. And what I wanted to make was uh, King R-Tier, which was Heavy is the, is the Head That Wears the Crown. Like, that, that's a hell of a rock out song. And it was just going to be him just fighting and... Because the, the song has a lot of crazy points and a lot of slower points, and it would have been pretty fun to do. Aren't you basically composing a music video, or like compositioning a music video at that yeah. point? I feel that might yeah. be a little bit excessive. It pretty much it would be. Uh, for that one, it would be. Um, there was another one where Jinx wanted to do a movie trailer with Cupid, and it was amazing. And we didn't get to complete it, because uh, we quit around then. It was pretty funny. I really liked it, but we didn't finish it out. I was going to try to get Mez to voice it, but um, we just didn't do it because I, I quit around that time. There, there were a lot of things that would have been fun to do that I still think of like, oh, this would be awesome. This would be awesome. But like, it, it's too late now. Like, I was going to do Let the Bodies Hit the Floor, Drowning Pool with Apuach. I wouldn't have watched that just on principle. I hate that. <laughs> you hate Drowning Pool? No, hey, uh, hey, let the boys hit the floor. I hate that hate song. song. And the reason okay. why is... Because it I've, gets played for everything in stadiums, everything. I, I've talked about this before on mm. here, but I used to be the the homophobic word spewing cod kid back in the day. Uh, okay. When I was like 14, 15. Mm -hmm. so, and I thought that was cool. And, every, and I used to legitimately seriously watch sniping montages. Cod 4 and, that's and Modern Warfare 2. That was one of the only songs they would play. Yeah. Next like, to March of the Black Parade from Fall Out Boy. Those oh are the main God, two. Oh my God, really? Yes, uh, really. Fall Out Boy? Yeah, March of the Black Parade for Fall Out Boy. Am I, am my... I get... Oh, is it my chemical romance? romance? Okay, I might have bamboozled myself here. Time for some rapid Googling. I thought it was my chemical romance. Because wasn't that when it took a turn, everyone's like, they hate my chemical romance now? Wasn't yeah, no, it's that? chemical wasn't romance. It? All right, that's just me yeah. completely being illiterate. <laughs> That's my chemical like, rose. You're right. It's like Fall Out Boy's uh, with a butt. I, uh, I get Fall Out That's Boy, all. My Chemical Romance, and Green Day slurry together. Oh my so god! Much I my can see why you would mix them up, but at the same time, no. <laughs> but I can see why you would because they're very pale, a lot of the time. Um, what the hell was I talking about a moment ago? 
Oh yeah, Drowning Pool. Like Drowning. it's one of those songs that gets played all. It's true. It's one of those montage all the time songs. Like I was into WWE, but when it was WWF, and they played Drowning Pool for like everything. It was always yes. Drowning Pool. The old school. Because it was like it's wrestling, so it was like he's like one, and they'll have do a move two, they'll do a move it was like it was like that, and it would have been the same thing with the with the montage, with the machinima. It'd just be like the ultimate for when things go crazy in the song. I'm just killing people with throwing the bodies. Uh, whenever he says let the bodies hit the floor, it would just have been one, two. Like the the countdown is just other moves. Like it yes. writes itself, but it would have been fun to make just because it's Apple Watch and he is the undead guy. But yeah, that's one of the songs that gets played all the time. What's another one gets played all the time? Like, um, We Will Rock You gets played all the time for for any event. Uh, there's just songs that just get played a lot. Or, like, if you go to any stadium, you'll hear Drowning Pool. You'll hear We Will Rock You. You'll hear uh, Smack My Bitch Up, <laughs> which is the Matrix song. Yes. I can't believe that's the name of that song, by the way. Like, it's the Matrix song. And then when you hear the actual one, it's like, smack my bitch up. What? How do you what? play that on, what? like, radio? Like, do you just say, like, now it's time for smack that female dog up? <laughs> I don't, I think they just called it the Matrix song. I have no idea how that works. Now, this is meant to be a video game podcast for all yes, intents and yes. purposes. But, so I, but Scott, okay. I'm going to let you pick straws because we should actually, because there's a good few stories and I have a lengthy section. I want to talk about two games I've been playing, Kingdom okay. Come Deliverance and Monster Hunter. So I'm going to let you pick straws on stuff to talk about. Metal Gear Survive and how it's barely surviving right now. <laughs> the Yakuza 6 demo flub. Ooh. If you know about that. That I don't know. I want to hear about this one for sure. All right. Okay. We'll go straight to that one because it's interesting. So here, I'll I'll paint a picture for you. Because Yakuza Imagine... always looks amazing. Yakuza always looks amazing. Never played any of them because I don't have a console. I don't think yeah. they've been on PC ever. And they always look amazing. All right. What happened? What happened? I'll paint a picture for you. So imagine you're really excited for Yakuza 6. You, you start downloading it on PlayStation. You notice... It's a rather large game, about 16, 17 gigabytes for a demo. Ooh. You think, hang on, this is a bit weird. Are they going crazy with the textures? What's going on here? You load it up. You start playing. You, it's, it's a lengthy demo. You're playing for a decent bit. You start unlocking trophies. Then you realize it's the full game. <laughs> and some intern just fucked up. Ooh. Yes. Sega accidentally Ooh. released the full demo of Yakuza 6. And now they've locked it as of recently. They actually can physically lock it until release. Okay. But there are some PlayStations which have been cold storage. So that means they've been pulled from the internet by downloading it mm. and are now being sold on eBay for several hundreds of dollars as early access. <laughs> Basically like wow. what happened with PT. Before PT was removed mm. from your PlayStation, people downloaded it. And now yeah. there are PlayStations going on eBay for like $700. Yeah, they did the same thing in a smaller extent with Flappy Bird. I remember that. Oh my God. How I oh, really, I'm so looking forward to either Ars Technica with their War Story series they've been doing recently on like video game failures and mess and like messiness. They Ooh. did one on Feath recently, or Danny O'Dwyer to like a couple years down the line if they do a Yakuza documentary to say what button has to be pressed to make a demo turn into a full game. That <laughs> question is so interesting to me. It's funny hearing that with that flub when last time the flub was um was nuclear strike on on Hawaii. Like it's funny thinking about that. What is it? Like the last couple of basically podcasts we've done here is basically breaking news, spectacular flub. Oh my god, amazing flub happens. Um, that's funny. I'm like seventeen because I was thinking about it. Um, the Vermintide two did their closed beta, and it was like twenty gigs. And that was just for three maps. It's just the whole game, like, a bunch of the games in there, because the character models and everything. I'm what like, okay, shit is Vermin so... running? It's not unreal, is it? It's not cr is it Cranium? Uh... Good Vermin question. Two. I'm gonna look it up. Because now, because, like, 20 gigs for a demo. Like, they had just, everything was in there, I guess. Like, all the models and everything, just not all the maps. And, yeah, it had everything in there. I mean, it had that many gigs to it. I'm like, okay, this is a lot for a, for a thing, but... It is a nice looking game. It's pretty fun. Uh, it comes out on the 8th and full. But they did the pre-order beta right now, which I have. Yeah, I saw, and, I saw Mez also playing that as well. Yeah, Fat Shark's pretty... They're really nice if you get on their list. 
because uh, I've met a couple of them when I went to uh, TwitchCon. I met I met one of the devs, well, two of the devs, I mean, and then I met Gunner, which is their community guy, their PR guy, and he's yeah. they're all they're all really nice people, and I've been talking with them, and so I got I got a copy for the collector's edition, what I'm happy about, so I'm gonna play it some more, but it's just a good game. It's a pretty nice game. And so, yeah, just the demo itself was a pretty big size, just for three maps. And then the bit, the full size is 24, 27 gigs uh, for this pre-order beta, which I assume is just everything in there. It's just people who pre-order get to play it now. And it's it's just one, but better. This Okay, okay. Because this will be interesting because the game will, will be out right when this podcast comes out. Or will be out after this podcast comes out by a day. Shortly. Yeah, um... Vermintide 1, of course, was Left 4 Dead, but in Warhammer World, and 2 is the same thing. But they've made, they've added a lot more big enemies, like, because you played Left 4 Dead, right? Oh, yeah, I played Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Uh, did you, you never played Vermintide, though, right? I played Vermintide 1. Not extensively, but I played it okay. for a good sort of 20, 30 hours. Okay, so there's, so now it's not only the rats, but it's also the chaos. Yes, so the chaos, again, the more enemies. And what I like about these enemies is they're not just human versions of the rats. They have more things to them, and they also added more rat things. So, you had, you had like, the, the slave rats, and then you had, like, regular rats, and now there's, like, a bit stronger rats, and now there's rats with shields, and then the storm vermin, and storm vermin with shields. And then they had all the specials, like the ratling gunner, and those guys. They added one more special for the rats, and that is a flamethrower guy. So, a warp, a, a warp thrower is what they're calling them. Hmm. So it's a flamethrower, and it is not fun to get in front of that thing. No way. The Chaos have their own set of specials, which are kind of, which have some similarities, but are different. There's a Life Leech, who he does a ranged grab, like the, so he's like, kind of like, you can call him like the Smoker. Yeah. At range, he'll grab you, but he has teleportation. But once he grabs someone, he's, vis he's pretty easy to find, so you just take him out. But he's annoying, running around, teleporting around. Then there was the storm, the, the warp summoner, or the warp storm summoner, and a giant circle of green shows up on the ground, like, what the hell is that? And then a tornado of warp shows up and grabs you and spins you around, including, not your camera, but you're moving around. So it, it's not dizzying, but you're like, you're disoriented because you're getting oh, thrown around you're in, by you're a tornado. You're basically Bach is intoxicated. Sort you're of. You're involuntarily but moving. Yeah, you're involuntarily moving, and you're getting picked up off the ground and thrown somewhere. Oh, joy. So there's so there's those two, so there's more of that. And then their version of the Storm Vermin is a Chaos Warrior, which is called a Rot Helm. And he's fully armored, and there's no vulnerable spots. You have to just keep hitting through the arm to kill the guy. Or have armor piercing, I'd assume. Or have armor piercing, yes. Like, range does nothing, unless range is like has fire or poison or something. Like, it's just a really, really tough guy. Like, they made just levels between other things, and also just, these guys are basically, like, not Rat Ogre, but they're short of it. And they've added more Rat Ogre things. Like, there's the Rat Ogre, and there's three more that I've run into. So I've run into four versions so far. And one is just, I can't remember what it's called, but it looks more like it's a Nurgle thing. And it just, it's, it's got tentacles coming out of it, and it's grabbing people, and it's eating people. And it's ridiculous. And there's also a troll, and the troll is... I think it's a bile troll. Yeah. I, was, I, was about, I was about to make a reference, which... Because I've got a friend of mine who's really into Warhammer, but mainly okay. 40,000. And he's okay. been getting me into uh, 40,000. And there's a joke going around. If you don't like something, hit the great uh, reset button of Sigma. But um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole stupid thing to do with uh, Games Workshop trying to reboot the 40,000 series. With a bunch hmm. of stupid end time stuff. Actually, it might have been end time, so the Sigma might still. Oh no, it does actually apply. The Great Reset button of Sigma could still apply because um, uh, there's three gods that I know of in Vermin in like Vermintide, as in yeah. like fantasy. There's Nuffle, god of the dice. Yeah. There's Nurgle, and then there's Sigma, and yeah. the, uh, the characters will talk about them and stuff. I need to actually cross references with, with my friend Face so he knows specifically. But the TLDR of it is. I hope they get a little bit deeper into the lore, or even provide a mini codex into the game itself. They did do a good job with that, but only about a year and a half down the line, they added it in as DLC, and yeah. you had to unlock the entries. I would like it to be, funnily enough, like Kingdom Come Deliverance, to where most of them are just there, available for you to read. Because I'd love to learn the difference between X-God, Y-God, why this does that. and Because Warhammer is 
very dense in terms of material. It's <laughs> yes. Not beginner friendly. Nope. Um. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I don't like. I haven't played the collectors yet because I've been busy. But I'm gonna play it this weekend. And I don't know if the codex is there or not. I hope it is. It's always like there's two ways about. It. One is it's all there, so you just know it right from the start. You can read whatever you want. The other way is unlock it as you go. Like some people like, some people don't. Uh, just a quick aside. My favorite version of a codex is Eternal Darkness. Uh, what's it called? The Insanity Game. In that one, the entire journal is from a guy who first discovers all these monsters. He's the first one. And as you, as you, you don't even read it, it's voice acted. As it's voice acted, the man's slowly going insane. It is the best thing. That's completely and justifiable. It's, because the entire, like, you also learn what the hell happened to this guy, because the way it works is he sees all these crazy, insane beasts, like Cthulhu beasts. He can see them, because he's, he's one of the first ones to see them. And he's dissecting them and doing autopsies on them. And you start to understand, he's losing his mind dealing with these things, trying to save the world, to the point that everyone he sees is potentially a carrier, and that's why he's in jail at the end. Because he's just been killing people, trying to pull the monsters out of them. And sometimes there's nobody in there. It's like, ooh, this is crazy. But yeah, that's my favorite, like, codex. Like, uh, what was it? Mass Effect had an interesting one where you see a thing, you can, you can look at and you can listen to the voice logs. But once they stop doing voice logs, like, okay, I'm not going to read all this. Holy crap. Hmm. But oh. it would be interesting. I'll have to see if they have a codex or not in Vermintide. But it was interesting. Like, oh, hey, there's a codex in the first one. I was trying to get them all, but that takes some time. Okay, I should probably mention this. This is more of a security thing. I've just been, while you've been talking, I've been listening, I've been browsing Reddit, reminding myself, because I've been busy today, of what's happened recently. Uh, apparently, basically, anyone who does anything with NIS America, so the online store for S oh. the SNK, basically, the SNK online store, if you play a lot of those fighting games from SNK, change the passwords, please, because they've had a data breach. Oh, goddammit. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Okay, <sighs> it's worth noting, however, that the breach appears to only have affected information provided by the users themselves and did not affect the stored data. I'd still be safe and change it anyway. Yeah. I don't so, have that story, luckily, but I know that company was one of my favorites. On top of that, Equifax just revealed they got 2.4 more hacks. Uh, 2.4 million more hacks. So Equifax, can, can, someone, can, can someone just get go to jail over there already? Jesus. Please. I, even I over here in the UK, like, that is, that's annoying as hell. I yeah. sh technically shouldn't care, but I mean, if that's possible with an insurance company, you'd think that'd be some bloody oversight. What's ridiculous is nothing happened to you, Yahoo as far as I know when they're like, oh yeah, every everyone got compromised uh, four years ago. Wait, what? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, every account got compromised at Yahoo. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm Luckily, glad they have any Yahoo accounts. Long, long time ago I had one. And funny thing, my username of that was Donuts in a Blender. And that was a high school thing. Oh, wow. I'm like, this is going to be my band name, guys. It's my band name. Wait. What? It was going to be like, I guess, bakery-based thrash metal, I think was the idea. I don't even know. Bakery? Funny aside, though. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, Vermintide 2 looking really good. So, we'll move on to... What are you doing? I move was confused, with like... You. Bakery-based flat. It took me a second to process that. <laughs> I thought you were setting up for the mother of all puns, but no, you were just completely serious. No. Bakery-based thrash metal. That what? might have been a pun. But, um... So let's hear about... Because I was interested in this, but I did not get a chance. Because I was trying to get one from the devs, because what you try to do if you don't... It's what you try to do, or else you're going to go broke in this business. Yeah. Just try to get a code out of them. Could not. So I'm curious about this one. All I know is, there's only one thing I know about this game, is you should fear bridges more than you should fear bandits when you're on your horse. That's all oh, I God, know right now. Oh god, I've seen that gif. The yes, many gifs. that's exactly. Alright, so Kingdom Come, I'm assuming you're talking about here. Mm -hmm. The TLDR of Kingdom Come is take Witcher and Skyrim, Mountain Blade, make them all have a baby... And then make it the most analog RPG you've ever played. And I'm stealing that analog thing directly from Nerd Cube because he put it really well. And what I mean by an analog RPG is you have to do almost everything yourself. Ooh. If you want to make a potion, you have to go to an alchemy bench and then physically make it. You have to like, Ooh. okay, 
Like, for instance, I have the recipe for shavier schnapps, the thing required to save the game unless you sleep in a bed, memorized. Yeah. It's uh, one nettle, two belladonna. You you pour some wine into the into the pan. You then put the uh, the nettle into the pan and then heat it up for two turns of a, of a of a of a actual sand glass. So you turn you heat it up and boil it for two turns. While you're doing that, you grind up the belladonna. Once the things, uh, once the wine has boiled, with the nettles has boiled for two turns, you stick the belladonna in, heat it for one more turn, and then you can just pour out into a, into a jar, and then you've got a saver schnapp, and you can save. It's not just a boom done thing, and almost everything in the game is tracked and accounted for in some regards. Like for instance, Ooh. speaking of Skyrim, you know how in a fight you would just eat a bunch of food and then keep going. Yeah. You can overeat. And it's often sometimes worse than undereating. So if, <laughs> if you eat one too many sausages, you will be reduced in terms of speed, your stamina, your dodges. They will be way lower. Yeah. And that's just like alchemy and eating, for instance. There's a lot more that gets tracked in that game. Wow. Okay. okay. Before moving on, how Mountain Blade is this game? Because I'm a huge Mountain Blade ah. fan. So, Mountain Blade, in terms of the setting, it's a, it is a Eastern Europe-style setting. It's set in Bohemia, sort of around uh, Czechoslovakia, Poland kind of thing. Of course, the boundaries changed before four, 1400 and now, but it's Bohemia. And it's very well-done Bohemia. Like, it's very, very foresty. It's very authentic. It feels quite like sort of the terrain. And, I can't, of course, I've never been to Czechoslovakia <laughs> or Czech Republic, but... So I can't actually say that, but from what it looks like, apparently you satellite imagery, it looks really good. Uh, the mountain bladeness comes from the feel. I'm going to use another sort of jargon term, which I feel is quite good for describing it. It is very Eurojank. And what Ooh. I mean by Eurojank is a game traditionally made in a European development house. To stereotype even further, usually like Polish. This happens quite a fair bit. And so like Gothic? No, not Gothic. Let me finish. Oh, so no, this is a game usually made around Europe, and mm. it's very janky, but it's it's got a core in there. It's just not polished. Mountain Blade, for instance, quality game, so much fun to be had in it. That is not a polished game. You need to mod the ever-living hell out of it just to get it somewhere acceptable. A Mountain Blade, uh, sorry, Mountain Blade, Kingdom Come is very similar. The facial animations are great. The story is, uh, sorry, the facial quality looks great. Well, they're just talking, for instance. The fighting system, a bit janky at first, but I'll talk about that later. There's a whole other kettle of fish. Um, and that's also a bit like Mountain Blade with the fight with different directions and blocking. Bit kind of foreignery as well. Like uh, The saving system is a bit janky. Luckily on PC, at least you can mod that out, so you can just save whenever you want if you know, you're an adult who has things to do. But the, animations, the animation quality is very questionable. Some of the uh, choices in terms of voice acting is a bit here and there. Most of them are very, very, very good. The story in it is very, very good. But the game in general goes from really good to that, oh, God, that's weird to do. Sort of janky feel all over the place. The UI, for instance, is another big one, like menus. At first glance, it looks kind of oppressive in, like, text everywhere, smallish fonts. The order isn't very naturalistic. You know how Skyrim insisted on, even on PC initially, for the, hey, there is four directions you go, one side of the screen, the skill map is done in constellations and, and segmented. Completely different. Now it is just lists. It is, like, lists that luckily like, will fold into each other, like collapsing lists, but it's still lists. It is a very dense, janky game. But if you can get through that, it is one of the best RPGs I've ever played. And I wouldn't put it up with The Witcher, but it is bloody close. It's better than Skyrim for me. The reason Damn. why being, it is a game for the first time ever that feels like the world goes on without you. And people, if you don't help them and don't do anything, they don't give a shit. They, you are, your, your name is Henry. You're a blacksmith's son. Your family gets killed. The person who kills them takes the sword that was being made for a lord, and your entire goal in the game, the main quest, is just to get your father's sword that was made for the client and get it back to him and get revenge. That's it. No world-spanning thing of conquest, no save-the-world nonsense. 
you do get dragged into some political drama. I'm about maybe a third of the way through the game. I've put about maybe 40, 50 hours into it so far, on and off between Monster Hunter sucking my life away. And it is a very sort of dark, mature story, not in an edgy way, but in a proper way. It's like uh, one of the quests I did, for instance. Uh, no spoilers, by the way. One of the quests I did, for instance, was, all right, you're, you're riding down a path, and you'll see just a dead deer in the middle of the road. You, so you think your natural video game, video game instinct is to, okay, I'm going to go up to the deer and loot it. And so you start looting it, you know, natural instincts, and all of a sudden, someone runs up to you out of nowhere. And it's like, hang on a minute, what are you doing? You should stop doing that right now. And then you remember, early on in the game, as you're reading one of the books, or if you listen out, you understand, this is the Lord's land. Hunting on it is poaching. Poaching is illegal. You just poached, technically. And it's like, hang on a minute, are you accusing me of poaching to get a bounty? What's going on here? So you could either just kill the guy straight away and get the deer, try and convince him to like, hey, I wasn't poaching, this was literally just lying here, I didn't kill him. Or, depending on the person or not, it doesn't happen every time, you can notice that he happens to have a bloody dagger. And you can put two and two together and think, hang on, is he the poacher? And then you turn it right back around on him, and then you can potentially accuse him of poaching, send him off to the stockade, and get a reward for it. Yeah. And that's just off a random deer lying on the side of the road. Or, you could just walk away, and just not care. Okay, so just stab the guy to death and just... Loot them both. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> is that your? Is that what you do? Yeah. Just stab them? Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, I'm doing something illegal. All right, well, uh, stab you through, and I'll just rob you while I'm here. I'm out. Bye. Okay. Interesting. Like, that's an interesting idea of just, he's trying to set you up. It's like, really? You're trying to set me up here? Uh, my bad on wanting to loot this dead deer. That was my bad. But It's such a normal reaction, it and they, they prey on you for like, oh, dead deer, I'm going to loot that. Wait, that's yeah. illegal. That's clever. That, that's um, clever right there. There's a you lot make of me th- want to play it. There's a lot of other things. It also very much feels like Fallout New Vegas survival mode turned on permanently. You have to eat. You have Ooh. to sleep. The comfort of the bed determines certain things. You can't You can't read. You're a blacksmith's son. You ain't going to be literate. Mm-hmm. You can learn how to read slowly. Nice. But you can learn, and that opens up certain things. And... The game in general, it comes back to the point, it's very analog, and th- that is culminating in the fighting system. The fighting system is, it's five ways, so head, upper, right and left, lower, right and left, and then an extra bit in the middle. And you can do stabs and slashes. There's literally three controls. You aim the sword in the zones, you stab, you slash, or you stab. And there's also huh. a blocking function. And to start within the game, both you, the player, and Henry are trash. You don't know how to fight. It's often better Ooh. just to run. And there's, there's even a bit early on in the game where it's like you're running away from the village, you're being attacked, and you see one of your mates, who happens to be a woman, and this is, of course, being 14, 1400s uh, Eastern Europe, three soldiers pillaging and raping. Emphasis on the second part. And you're like, all right, I've got no sword. I want to save my mate. How do I do it? You could try pick up a sword and go for it, but these are three well-trained soldiers. They are going to destroy you. They destroyed me when I tried to do it. <laughs> so instead, you just whistle for your horse, and that gets their attention. And then you just like she bolts behind the door, bolts it shut, and you get away. But then, as you learn and you train, and training in this is an actual thing, both for you and your character Henry. Hmm. You need to learn how the system works. You'll learn how basic attacks first. Then the zone system, okay, when's better to stab, when's better to uh, to swing. You'll learn how to block, then eventually repost, then perfect blocking, which allows you to do special rep- like follow-up straight ahead, basically attacking and blocking at the same time. And it all culminates in a really nice system, which is based on realistic historical European martial arts. Wow. And as someone who casually watches like Skullgrim, plays a lot of For Honor, there were some things that really sort of caught my eye. Like, for instance... There's a move you can learn at like level, learn at like level three, which is basically just uh, you attack from the top, then the right, because they they solve the complex system with combos basically. Top, right, bottom, left. When you hit the bottom left, instead of going for a cut, you 
you go over a little bit and bop them with the back end of the blade over the head instead. And you can even, certain combos result in you half-sorting, some result in you using the blunt of the blade to go into a clinch and then try and mess around with them there. The fighting system, it grows and develops with you. And there have there were some times where the, it really clicked for me when I was riding along the side of the road. And I got, I got halberded off my horse. I got dehorsed by wow. a bandit. And he dehorsed me. I got up, put my visor down, which restricts your vision. If you've got a knight's helmet, you're seeing like a knight. So it's a thin slit <laughs> that you have to try and fight in. Pull out my bastard sword, two-handed sword. And then you just start going to work. And it's a long, brutal fight if you are against another person in armor. Because even though a sword is can do damage against it, at, the problem is you aren't a tank. You are, I mean, you're tanky, but you're also actual armor. You can roll around in and be quite agile, surprisingly. So you can do flips in armor, full play. Yeah. So you're ha he's dodging your hits. Like, hang on a minute. This is what a rogue user does. This is a full plate knight, basically, dodging my longsword. So you have to try and slowly uh, wear down the opponent's stamina. You can't see it. You have to guess and listen out for wheezing and that kind of thing. And then eventually it turns into like, okay, he's gotten a bit lower. I can maybe try and strike with a few more combos. Ow, he just parried me in the face. Let's not do that instead. And it gets to a point where maybe you can trip him over with a, with a combo and then stab him in the face for an instant kill. Because, of course, if he flips up his visor for a moment, go for a head stab up top, instant <laughs> kill. You just stab the dude in the face. So, yeah, Kingdom Come, janky as hell. If you can live through that, quality game. I absolutely oh. recommend it. You know, it would be a fun idea. When you learn mm. language, you have to learn Slavic. H Hungarian's <laughs> a big thing, actually. Hungar okay, not knowing language, because I'm ignorant. Learn Hungarian, <laughs> then. Learn Hungarian, but for them, they have to learn English. There you go. Because <laughs> they already know their language, so they have to learn English. So, there you go. That that's how that's how Henry learns how to read. You have oh, to literally learn a language. Apparently, Xbox Live's gone down. Breaking. Well, I mean, this doesn't matter for the podcast. This is recorded, but I'm seeing like people freaking out. But Xbox Live just went down. Joy. Oh dear. I use Good Xbox thing a I lot. Don't have one. Yeah. That's uh, I'm relying me. on. Uh, was it Kirby Star Allies demo came out, and I'm trying to re change regions to EU so I can download it because <laughs> it's not in the jump. US. It's like, yeah, guys, I'm, on, I'm not on this side of the pond. I'm on the other side of the pond. Come on, guys. But it's like I'm, the people who try and guys. jump over to uh, Korea to try and play Black Desert Online's updates early. Oh, there you go. Black Desert Online's Korea-centric first, because it's mm -hmm. a Korean-made game. Yeah. It's like, oh. I want to use guys. I eat shepherd's pie. Come on, I want to use guys. Oh. <laughs> eat shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> How ignorant can I get right now? How ignorant can I get? Come on. Next, next topic. Move on. Shut up. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. Oh, I'll mention this on the podcast really quick since I just mentioned Kirby. Kirby comes out on the sixteenth of March, and we're doing a giveaway for that game. So, mm -hmm. uh, well, we should have a link on YouTube for that Gleam giveaway. Also, Vermintide. I'm gonna give away a copy of Vermintide as well. That'll come out the day after this podcast comes out. So look Happy at that day. link as well, uh, and. Do what's in there as to get entries for those giveaways. Like, Vermin, I believe in Vermintide too. I believe in that game, so I'm, I'm going to give away a copy of that. I believe in Kirby, because everyone should believe in Kirby. So I'm giving away a copy of that as well. And if, uh, if a U.S. person wins it, because it's going to be random, of course, internationally and nationally, if a U.S. person wins it and they want a physical copy, I'll Amazon it. Like, simple as that. But uh, that's what I'm doing, so I'm doing those giveaways this month, because, like, if I really like a game, like, you know what? There's someone out there who really wants to play this, and they can't. Share the joy of Kirby. There you go. That's the reason right there. Same thing for Vermintide. There, there are some hardcore Warhammer people who cannot play that game. And I met them when one came, I'm like, okay, I got some extra copies, so I gave away copies of one. And so they were really happy, because they love Warhammer, so they got to play it. And the same thing goes for two. Uh, I got I got an extra copy, so I gave to someone who's a big fan of Warhammer, and so they got it. It's just being a nice person, because I'm a nice person. Aww. That's a humble brag, yes. Um, uh, yeah, those are the giveaways. Now, if, now, the plan here is to not talk about Monster Hunter at all, because I don't want to be jealous. So we'll talk about <laughs> Evo first. Um, Evo, I just want to talk about this real quick, because we both care uh, are into... Uh, I at least watch it more than I play it, but I definitely yeah. watch a lot of FGC stuff. Yeah, so Evo, the, they announced the lineup, 
And I just want to talk real quick about the fact that Marvel's Capcom Infinite isn't there. Yeah, and technically yet, this this was announced last month. This was on Feb- yeah, around February sixth, but this is still a but big I've deal. Doing, yeah, I've been doing interviews, so I couldn't talk to anyone about it. Yeah, but last month they announced the lineup, and Marvel's Capcom Infinite isn't on the lineup. Got the snub. But a game that isn't even out yet is on the lineup, uh, which is uh, what's it called not. Not is it not Guilty Gear. It's uh Blasphemy Cross Tag Battle. Blasphemy that one, that one, yeah. Blasphemy Cross Tag Battle isn't even out yet, and it's already going to be at Evo. Whereas Marvel's Capcom Infinite is have, not going to be at Evo. You got to also. There's another big bit of news to do with that as well. Later on, after that, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite isn't going to be included on the Capcom Pro Tour, and that is a big deal. That's their SPL slash big, like. The, the Capcom Pro Tour is like the the world championship, basically, for um, Street Fighter. Oh, dude, and I didn't know last, that. Last year, or last run of it, last season, Marvel vs. Capcom was on there, and it culminated in sort of a novelty tournament called the Battle of the Stones, where each uh, oh, yeah. player who won it had like a special gimmick in the stone. they yeah. gone. Nothing. There's nothing this time around. Okay, that okay, is... Real quick, um, did not know that because I figured that they, they would at least be in that. But no, the Battle of Stones, for those who did not see that, one of the stones was you could have your opponent, they couldn't use their mains, basically. Like, they had to, you, you, you chose their, their characters. Yeah, the Mind Stone, you chose their character. It's basically like, oh, they're screwed over completely. Are you kidding me with this gimmick? Some it of the stones were blatantly more overpowered than others. Uh, the Space Stone, for instance, one of the early ones was you could change your place in the bracket. You had to be in the same part, so the same row, but you could mm-hmm. change, like, oh, I have a choice between fighting Manan or Wong. I'm going to go ahead and flip to fight Manan instead of fighting Wong. So gonna, that will be quite handy. But there were some others, like the Reality Stone, if I remember correctly, which was yeah. you could disable or you could change the controls of the opponent. You could make it so like, all right, I want you to remap your controller so down is your light punch. Like, uh, <laughs> like that's a funny idea, but it's also a really bad idea. And yeah, it's a nobody fun likes it. tournament. Yeah, it's a fun novelty tournament, but it's a tournament, so everyone takes it too seriously, and so people were really unhappy about it. And no, no one cared about the stone usage. You think it's meant to be like a big oh, but it was just kind of yeah. Because uh, I don't know, people were just not sold on it in the first. I don't know. I played it at Comic Con. There were plenty of people playing it there, but what else were they going to play? It was that or just play more of. Uh, this was SFI before all the big updates. So it was just everyone playing Marvel's Capcom 2. Also because they want to see it. Also because they just released the Reality Stone at the time. And they just released uh, Gamora. So people wanted to play these new things. Because literally that day they got released. So like they want to try it out. And going up against pro people at it was not the best. But it was interesting just seeing what people could do with it. And there was people playing it. But I, don't, I think at the same time they could take it or leave it. Was my was the feeling I was getting. I would like to make a, a small note. It isn't meaning Marvel vs. Capcom's dead it either. They're still side tournaments, but yeah. not being one of the big, like, big listed games. Five yeah. games will be on finals day, even though there's a confirmed lineup of, I'd add to count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Yeah, it's Only five of them actually get the finals day in the Mandalay Bay, and that's Guilty Gear, Exod, Rep 2, Smash Melee, Tekken 7, Dragon Ball Fighters. Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. It says something that Dragon Ball Fighters has taken the exact slot Marvel was in last year, second before Street Fighter, because Street Fighter always ends Evo. I did not know that part, because everyone's already saying they basically replaced them, because it's it's similar, not exactly the same, but it is a similar combat system, because it's 3v3 with tag-ins and everything. Yeah, animes... Uh, I l- still love to this day going through... Uh, reaction videos of people in the FGC, legit FG, FGC US, Maximilian's one's my favorite, of like, alright, this Dragon Ball game looks hype, is this gonna be like another Xenoverse? They're like, oh, this is a 2D fighting game. That looks cool as hell. This looks amazing. Oh, it's 3v3. Oh, it's Marvel! <laughs> and you see them get progressively like, okay, it looks cool. Oh, really? And then they just blow up. Mm-hmm. That game... Oh. I feel bad for Marvel, guys. Like, Infinite was meant to be the resurrection of Marvel, and it just kind of went down. It's really weird that it's a resurrection of Marvel, considering how slapdash and cheap they went on developing that game. 
there was more weird. money put into Street Fighter Five Arcade, uh, Street Fighter Five's DLC than the entirety of Infinite. Which is so weird. It's oh. it's so weird because Marvel's Capcom was kind of just a big resurgence in fighting. It really was. Like back when it first came, the the Versus series, the Versus hmm. series was a big resurgence in fighting games. It was a move away from the Street Fighter system of things. And it was just, it was the thing to play for a good many years. And now it's, well, it got replaced by Dragon Ball Fighter Z because they dropped the ball themselves. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's just, it's just, the, 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 people got blown up on this into it, so now I have it ingrained in my head. It's fighters. You don't say Z. It's just fighters. I know. I say Z because it's hilarious to me. I hate you. Exactly. <laughs> Please continue. But I do it on purpose. It's because I know it's Z, so I want the sequel to be Dragon Ball's Fighter Z Z. That's what I want so hard. Don't, oh don't God, make it no. too. Make then it people Z. will make the joke that it's all Resident Sleeper. Yes, yes, I ah. want that. I want well because the original Anna was going to be Dragon Ball Fighter. I mean Dragon Ball Two, but is like that looks like a Z, so they made it a Z. That's what would happened in the anime. It was going to be a two. They changed it to a Z. And so it's the same thing. Why not? So Dragon Ball Fighters two, Dragon Ball Fighters Z. So double Z. Why not? Um, yeah. But the other one is yeah. The, the cross the the cross tag game isn't even out yet. It's gonna be at Evo. At the same time, you can trust because it's Blaze Blue. But at the same time, people could have trusted Marvel's Capcom to not be what it is. So I don't know. It's it's so weird that a game that's not even out yet is gonna be at Evo. What's even what's egregious about that game though is was it. Half the roster is DLC. Yeah. There's not yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? Uh e like Dragon Ball Fighter Z has uh there's gonna be, I think it's eight or seven characters that are DLC, but there's already a big roster already with that game. And the next one's gonna be Bardock and Broly. Win Broly. Broly. And it's like Bardock, of course it's gonna be Bardock and Broly, like around the same time. I think it's at the same time. Because they already got the character model. Like, it's it's Goku again. Like, it's Goku again. So, that's easy Is that enough. Dude, that, what, uh, what was the name people calling it? Like, so there's blue blue Goku, yellow Goku, pink Goku. So, what Power Ranger was Dad Goku? Because someone made a picture <laughs> of each of them being the Power Rangers. Because the White Ranger is Ultra Instinct. Oh, that's yeah, a whole different yeah. thing entirely. Yeah. It, that's another thing entirely. But, I... I'm looking forward oh. to see what they do with the DLC for Dragon Ball Fighters because that's really there's a lot of potential there for like Whis. Uh, Beerus is already in because yeah. he's the like, um, destruction. I assume Jiren is going to be probably the final one. Uh, maybe Tapo. I would like to see Tapo, but it, at least Jiren. It'll at least be Jiren. I'm sure people want uh, Videl. Videl would be kind of interesting. Oh, it's oh the great Saiyan woman. Um. Videl would be interesting, but if they do like it's because the women besides besides Master 18, Rochi. Master Yay Rochi. Bring in I I will I will say right now Master Roshi's gonna happen because it's Master Roshi. Um he has to happen. Master Roshi was kind of effective in Dragon Ball in Dragon Ball Super, so why not? As far as enemies go, I would not be surprised if we saw Kalifla or at least Kale uh at one least. of the, maybe one of the demons, one of the ones from hell. There, there's potential there. For instance, uh, Bayfell uh, or whatever his name is, the one uh, that has the giant yellow, uh, sorry, no yellow, giant blue trench coat. I'm th I'm thinking of Xenoverse because I play a lot of Xenoverse, especially with the new update that came out. Um, God, so much to this now. I, I I don't know. I was I will at least assume Jiren because Jiren's an easy guess. Yes. Uh, Master Roshi, I think, is an easy guess as well. Uh, and then we got Bardock and Broly. I I wasn't thinking Broly because I thought they would just go with uh, Kale because she's she's uh, canon Broly. Mm. But Broly is Broly, so of course Broly shows up because I didn't think they were gonna do movie characters. I'm actually curious if they're gonna do uh, Vegito. I really think they might because they they of course have Gotenks, so why not Vegito? That's or another maybe Goku. maybe Gogeta even. If they go Gogeta, that'd be insane because Gogeta's a movie character. And we've never seen like you, you've seen Gogeta in a couple things, but it's so Gogeta's in Xenoverse. That's how I know about him. Yeah, he's in Xenoverse because they have uh, Janemba in there. Jan uh, it, that was his bloody name, Janemba. There you go. It'd be interesting to see Janemba. It would be um, since Broly's there, it's possible to have another movie character. I I know they announced it's going to be like seven or eight DLC characters, and I don't know if they're just going to stop at that point. 
Mm. If they decide to just keep going, this could be a ridiculous roster for a game. Because one group that people are like, okay, we have all these characters in Dragon Ball Z, who's missing? And it's Dodoria and Zarbon. They're missing. Because Captain Ginyu just brought the entire Ginyu Force with him, which is great. Aside from all of them, yeah, it's just Master Roshi's there, but he's not in the thing. That's really it as far as the Z crew goes. So it's just pulling from Super, really. Because oh, I don't think they're going to they... pull from GT. As a final question, do you think they dip into the forbidden pot known as GT? No way. I, w- I wish for one character, and that's uh, that's teen or young Pan. That's the only character more from GT is Pan, because it's Pan. That's There's it. some interesting things they could do with that, like y- young Goku again with the stick, and the Nimbus Cloud maybe, but that is, that's, a, that's a dirty draw to go into, because there's potential for massive backlash on that. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't know, but I feel like he might be the final DLC, because why wouldn't he be? Mr. Satan, there's, there's always a chance he shows up. There's always a chance Hercule's going to be in this game, because he would be Dan. He's He would be the Dan. Like, Yamcha's supposed to be Dan, kind of, but he, not, he isn't really. He's different from the other characters, but because he's the one that everyone craps on, but it's Mr. Satan, for crap's sakes. It's, he would be the guy to be the Dan of the game because of who he is. Of course, everyone in the roster could kill him in one punch, but it's it's Mr. Satan. So it'd be, he'd be the funny character to bring in, and there's always a chance of him being in there. Now, I understand from the time that this has gone relatively quickly this episode, at least for me. So yeah. the longer this goes, the more likely it is Jinx for slowly so to mutilate my face in the yeah, thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll be a monster hunter. I'll be quick. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. The All entire right. point was to go too long so we can't talk about Monster Hunter because I'm jealous of <laughs> son of... Okay, okay. It's, it's true. It's very true. I am jealous of the console people so much. So much. Also, why is there no Nintendo Monster Hunter? There I is, but it's Japan only. That's Double what's cross. weird. Double because cross. there is a rabid American base that has been buying the Monster Hunter games. Like, I was waiting for Double Cross. Like, me and Jinx were both like, okay, when's Double Cross coming out? Why is it in here yet? Why is it? Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird, because they've been bringing over the Japanese games the last couple of games. The last one was, uh, Monster Hunter 4. Uh, uh, no, Cross was the last one. Ah. And Cross, that's why Double Cross is the next one. Uh, Cross was amazing. Cross was amazing. They, they changed up so much and made it even better. And we're waiting for Double Cross. We're like, okay, we're going to play Double Cross, and then World's going to happen. That's going to be awesome. We're going to have two games. And Double Cross didn't happen. And World isn't going to be out on PC until the fall. That Hmm. really sucks. Everyone else is lucky right now, except for Nintendo and PC people, which is so weird. I have Um, put way too much time into that bloody game. I have over 300 hours now into Monster Hunter. And as one, I'm a hunting horn main, so do flutes for life. I have all of them. Oh my god, hunting horn. Hunting horn is fantastic. But like the way that game is, every weapon feels viable. And we were, we talked about it on our very early BAP. That, BAP, lol. Um, the, <laughs> we talked about it, how every weapon was viable. Like that, actually physically playing that for the first time as a new person to Monster Hunter, that feels fantastic. Like recently, I've been experimenting with the charge blade because my, my the three weapons I wanted to try going into Monster Hunter World was the Hunting Horn, the Sword and Shield, and the Light Bow Gun. Tried all of them, liked them. Ended up really liking the Long Sword, going full anime, but I've started dabbling in the Charge Blade a little bit, and I'm probably going to end up trying everything. The Hammer I need a little bit of time to get used to, but the way that game sucks you in, it's evil. Monster Hunter World is a goddamn time vampire. It is insidious what it does. You're like, all right, let's play for a hunt or two. And the main reason for that, outside of it being a great loop and great gameplay, one, it's ethical as hell, so there's no nonsense. It's like, hey, here's a thing, buy it or not. Like, there's cosmetic DLC that you can buy. It's just straight price. Here, five bucks, three bucks, whatever. There you go. Two, each of the hunts lasts 15 to 20 minutes each on just normal tempered runs or whatever. That game... That's it is so easy to slip into the constant one more, oh one more, oh one more. Oh now it's six AM. I, f- I can see you nodding your head and I feel like I'm just getting all of the yes right now. 
Yeah, uh, like... I, I I played Monster Hunter since the beginning. I know exactly what this thing can do. It's I know I knew it. Like you didn't know what it was until you've you seen knew this what before. it was. You've yes, seen like every time people are like I don't know, and then they play. I'm like, yup, yup. You now understand. You now understand. It's it is Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is amazing, and it it is the it, Monster Hunter has always had the capability of being if you could only afford one game, this is the game. This is the game you could play. All year, because I've done that. I spent, I I can't remember which ones it's been, but I know I've I've broken a thousand hours on a few of them. Like it is the game you can just sink time into, because there's so many weapons, there's so many armors, there's so many enemies, there's so much you can do if you really want to get into it, and it's amazing. What's interesting is you told me that you can you you can pay for cosmetics. It's interesting because, uh, cross and four like try all those, all the DLC was free, all of it. And there was a lot of it. And the main DLC for Hunter is going to be yeah. free. Like the, the Dev Helio is the first monster coming up. That's already confirmed. Yeah. They showed a video of the monster. The, 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 the pickle monster, I think he's referred to as. The laser pickle monster. And that's free, but you can buy like little cosmetic items, some certain gestures. They gave you a bunch of classic gestures for free, like the prance, which is my favorite one, where you just go back and Everyone forth like this. Yes, that's the you best one. You get that one. for free with a bunch of others, but some new ones you had to pay for, like two or three bucks. You can get like a cosplay as the guild handler, two or three bucks. Ooh, you can okay. get some Street Fighter stuff for like, you can get the Hadouken and the Shoryuken, which are actual functional moves for like that's a funny. fiver. It's, I like that it's just, hey, here's the price, no loot boxes, take it or leave it. How much is uh, Mega Man Cat? How much is that? That's uh, Mega Man Cat's P4 exclusive, so I can't tell you. Fudge, really? Damn it, yeah. I want that Mega Man Cat. That game has a lot of exclusives on PS4. Oh. It, a Horizon event's going on right now, actually, where you can get Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn and the bow. They had one Ooh. a little while back oh, where I you could that. get a reskin of the cat as a watcher, or Palico as a watcher. Nice. Because I get it, because Monster Hunter, the original, started on PlayStation. Mm. The first one was on PlayStation... So was two. It's one try happened. That's when it hopped over to Nintendo. And it's been with Nintendo ever since, and now it's on everything at this point. And only in Japan with Nintendo, what the hell? But um when when you get like cross, you could have Palico Mario, Palico Peach, Palico Luigi, Palico Samus, Palico Link, Ooh. all those things. Oh, which is amazing. Uh and the random thing that just crossed my mind about crossovers, Final Fantasy XV PC crossovers with the Windows Edition have been nutty. They have the normal Assassin's Creed crossover that everything yeah. has, but for the Windows, they have a Half-Life crossover and just announced recently a Sims crossover. <laughs> oh my god, really? Yeah, it's I, real. I like, I like how they've just gone... Freak it, just put it with everything. Just put it with everything. It's hilarious. It makes... Why is why is Square Enix all of a sudden going, Tekken gonna have Noctis. Let's have The Sims. Let's have a Half-Life. Like, they're going nuts. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I like it. I, I don't know what's going on, but Square's like, you know, let's stop being so precious with our properties. I was let's go crazy. I was expecting Noctis to pop up in Soul Calibur Six. Not this. Not uh, Tekken. Yeah, that was that was nutty. Definitely, Soul Calibur Six would be an interesting place to put them. Soul Calibur itself, yeah, they just announced Six. Like Ivy's back, and everyone lost their minds for that. And Zazamel, um, Zazamel's a JoJo character now. Zazamel's back. Yeah, Zazamel. Oh, wow. He announced on the same flurry of updates, and okay. not only does he say, "I knew you were going to say that," like from JoJo Stardust <laughs> Crusaders, but he also can stop time. So, mm -hmm. put two two together on that one. Interesting. I know. Um, they made some changes to like all I know is they made changes to Mitsurugi from it from four to five that people didn't like and they changed them back in six. I know people are happy about that, and he was my main, so I never played five, but okay, I'm happy about yeah, that. Mitsurugi is Mitsurugi. You could still do the really annoying hops constantly making go. Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> I saw and that. That's yeah. Soul Calibur Six is shaping up to be real good. That's good. I uh, miss Yoda though. Oh yes, Yoda and Darth Vader. Quick Andy. story on that one. Uh, when it was was it Stark? Uh, Stark. Um, Soul the Calibur Apprentice. Four. Yeah, Soul was Calibur Soul Four Cal was yeah. the one with Star Wars characters. I made yes. Apprentice and Yoda. Nice. Uh, when that one showed up, I was at Comic Con. I show up and I play it, and then I'm like oh, I gotta play Darth Vader. Come on, I gotta so I get Darth Vader and I win that fight. 
and then I win the next fight, and another guy shows up, and I win that fight, and I'm just... I Because I know how to play these games. So I was just beating a bunch of people, and like, wow, this guy must have been here all day. They've only been here 20 minutes, guys. Jesus, I just know how to play these games. <laughs> That's just a pride story. Um, Monster Hunter, one thing that uh, I'm really... I, I believe my understanding is to make things a little bit nice is... When PC happens, they're going to do a bunch of updates, is my understanding, when when they drop the PC. I think they, I was told uh, G-Rank's not out yet? No, G, they've actually said in prior interviews that they're not sure what they want to do with G-Rank. They're not sure if they want to change the formula. They're Ooh. not sure if they want to even remove it entirely and change it to something else. They're, they're, they're oh. taking the opportunity with World to experiment because they have a fresh mm-hmm. market, fresh new eyes. They could do something different with it. Yeah, because my understanding is Double Cross and Monster Hunter World they're turning into two franchises in my understanding there's gonna be I the, don't know about. the world version and then there's gonna be uh the cross version so yeah. they're gonna and have from what i understand cross is the double cross is the g rank ultimate version of monster Hunter generations i think so that's why there's like the g rank monsters that i watch that's because i watched a review from gaijin gaijin hunter he does a lot of uh monster Hunter content right, basically right. saying like hey there's too many bloody monsters in this game like it's getting a bit diluted guys like you you need a di- not dictionary you need a, a wiki up to know where to go properly there was some critiques to do with double cross but i think we've almost overrun we've probably overrun already oh, so yeah, yeah, i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna stop babbling now yeah yeah it's <laughs> i, I, I w- you can't really say anything because Double Cross isn't over here. That's the frustration. It's not you can, here. People so have imported it. You can import it. I am not doing that. I can't read Jap- Japanese. I can't read Japan. I almost I can't read Japan. There's some. If you can do some so, weird stuff, you can get fan translations. Hmm. Wouldn't funny if I said I can't read Nippon. But apparently, but, uh, isn't Nintendo Switch region lock free? So you can they can do that quite yeah, easily. I'm pretty. Wait, not Switch. Uh, you mean? Oh yeah, it's also on Switch. Yeah, because Double Cross oh, yeah. came through the Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, on, it's cross-play between Switch and 3DS. 3DS. I was thinking 3DS this whole time. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Huh. That's what I... I thought you were talking about the Switch version. Well, yeah, it came over recently to the Switch, which is why I'm talking about it. That was, hmm. that was like the handheld, okay, Dory, we're not abandoning you guys. Here is your Monster Hunter kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, now I'm shutting up. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's Monster Hunter World, and... Whenever the hell it comes to PC, whenever the hell it comes to PC, it's just lots of jealousy. When it happens, the, our, the, this channel becomes nothing but Monster Hunter, and that's it. Like, the, it's just going to be that, because I'm an addict to it, Jinx is an addict to it, and that's all it takes. Uh, just real quick, just look forward to this in a couple months. When Monster Hunter drops, we're just going to play it, and then people can drop in, drop out, uh, over and over and over again. I don't care. Just gonna go on a lot of hunts, so everyone's invited. That's why the room code system is so bloody nice for streamers. Mm. It's like, hey, anyone want to join? Have a room code, and then you can do individual matches from there. That's really nice. There you go. So nice, and so that's what I'm gonna do. Just gonna play with viewers, and then I'm gonna play with viewers. I'm gonna play with viewers, and it should be a lot of fun. Because the nice thing is, it's based on your equipment, unless they changed it, and so you can always dumb. You can not dumb down, but equip down. If you're doing lighter stuff and equip up for harder stuff, right? Or have they changed that in world? Uh, no, I just run like rarity eight top end gear for low stuff, okay. and it, it seems to be fine. All right, because like, I don't they remove the uh... limit for blade master gunner as well. They actually joke about that the smithy, so you could just wear whatever Ooh. gear with whatever weapon now. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's nice because yeah, there there was a difference between the two. You couldn't you couldn't mix and match. You could only be one or the other. Yeah. That's nice right there. Um. Yeah, because my concern is I don't want to be, like, eight-hitting a boss, because you can do that. Oh, no, you can one-hit bosses. Yeah, so I don't want to be doing that if I'm fighting with people who are lower level. So can you still equip down, where you're just, uh... Oh, yeah, you can de- you Are you talking about descaling your armor, like, lowering its rank, or just, like, putting just on wearing, some other armor? Yeah, just yeah, you, can just, armor. you can throw on some low-rank armor or something, there you'll you be go. fine. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm wondering about, because... Okay. Because that's always, that's a nice thing about Monster Hunters. You can just be, your level can be based on your armor. Yeah. Your armor and your weapons. So that's something I like. Because the other thing is there's so many weapons. I'm like, okay, I'll just start leveling up my hammer right now because I haven't been using that. So I'm playing with lower level people. Just use the hammer and stuff like that. Hmm. But uh, I'm actually curious how the insect glaive works considering you don't, the insect is everybody now instead of just your insect glaive person. 
But um, that's enough. We are going over. Yes. So we this has been basically a podcast with Verbalocity. You can always be found everywhere under that name. Just Google Verbalocity. Universal branding is, of course, a wonderful thing. Yes. Now, if you Google Lost Scarf, you will find me, 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 a DJ, an artist who was doing something about a Lost Scarf, and then me a couple more times. <laughs> but... Like, we've edged out the other Lost Scarves. There were a couple. It was a war of You've gotten scarves. the SEO optimization going. Yes. And so we've we've knocked a bunch of them out, which is a good feeling. There can be only one. Oh, there can be only one. That doesn't sound sinister. Um, quick aside, Highlander, Sean Connery was a Spaniard instead of a Scotsman for some random reason in the Highlander movie. Why? And that's it for the podcast. Thanks for coming by, everybody. See you next time. Wave bye. Well, bye. I do that every time. <laughs> <laughs>